Welcome to the Career Chatroom, where we focus on job searching and landing. I'm your host, Erin Sergi. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Career Chatroom. Today, my guest is Gabby Lopez, a personal and professional career coach. Gabby and I met through one of my favorite places, which was our Facebook sorority networking site. And I'm just really excited to welcome Gabby to the career chat room. And um, before we start chatting, could you just briefly share a little bit about yourself for our listeners? Absolutely. Thank you so much. My name is Gabby Lopez. I am a business and career coach. My company is Morning Tea Coaching. I'm based here in Loveland, Colorado, and my specialty is helping young women figure out what their purpose in life is and creating a career out of it. Yeah, well, I mean, the, one of the the um, reasons why I thought you'd be such a great guest for the chat room is that, you know, your business, your your um, life's work is really turned into this uh, morning tea coaching. And, and mm-hmm. I know that, you know, from being on your website that you really have a strong focus in helping young women to um, be successful in their careers and in their personal uh, personal lives and, and professional lives as well. So, you know, it's something that I, I recognize and, and feel a, a, a affinity for as well and that passion um, and helping helping as many people as we can. And, and, you know, one of the reasons why I started this this podcast is to be more efficient and effective with our, our time because, you know, there are some things that uh, when I'm talking with people about career, which I tend to do in almost every situation and scenario, yeah. <laughs> much to the embarrassment of my children and, and my husband. Um, but, you know, when I'm talking to people about career, I end up sharing a lot of the same uh, nuggets of information. And, and, you know, what may seem obvious to, to me at this point in my career, I know was not obvious to me back when I started out and is not obvious to someone who isn't living and breathing it, you know, every, every day. And, and one of the things that, that you and I have, have chatted about before at coming into the chat room is, is just the importance of networking. It's how you and I got connected was, was networking and, and, and being a part of a, of a networking group. And, and those can be so powerful, but, but they really, you have to approach it in a strategic way to be able to get the most value out of it. And, and I know that, that, you know, you have some, some ideas about how, how these, how people can really use the networking that they do to the highest possible outcomes and the most powerful results. And I would love it if you could share some of your thoughts about that today, Gabby. Absolutely. So I think the most important thing that everyone needs to remember is a lot of job opportunities do not actually make it to the internet. And what do I mean by that? Many times when we're job searching and we're going through, we can just name all the different search engines, it becomes, for a lot of people, really intimidating. And if you're not clear on, first off, specifically what you want to do as a career, that would, of course, be number one. You need to narrow down what you want to pursue because many of us, I'll just take... For example, let's just say you're someone who wants a social media management position. Those are a dime a dozen. 
So what I'm going to recommend is that you start to really hone in on what type of company do you want to work for? Mm-hmm. What are you passionate about? Now we can start really honing in on things. For example, maybe you're really, really passionate about nature and you want to work with a local organization that showcases how to you know, save the forest or educate your community about how they could be protecting the wildlife, whatever that might be. Now you're looking at that company and thinking to yourself, how can I benefit this company with the skill sets that I have? Mm-hmm. So if you do not have connections to these organizations, instead of just handing in your resume like many other people, that's where the networking comes in. And if you are looking for a job in a certain area or location, one of the easiest ways to start networking is through either a Facebook group or if you know people in that area. So if you know friends or family, that's of course going to be perfect. But if you don't, that's okay because Facebook groups really allow you to create meaningful connections with people you don't know. <laughs> yep. And it will really benefit you in the long run because it can make the world a little bit smaller, right? Like it, it makes yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so it's really just making sure that the effort you are putting forward is going to be worth it in the end. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. So it's like return on investment. So how do you, yes. how do you figure out where you can put your effort, um, mm-hmm. where you can get the most investment? And, and I think that, that one of the, um, one of the examples that uh, of that really is the, the circumstance in which you and I became connected, right? So mm-hmm. we uh, both went to different schools, but we were members of the same sorority. And, and so we're members of this it's not even nationwide. I think it's just the, you know, the global Facebook networking site. But when you are targeting a certain geographic area, perhaps it's where you're not living. Is there a way that you could leverage the groups that you have belonged to in your um, journey so far? So whether it was a business society at your college, or, you know, you were, um, you know, in a different type of group, like a, you know, a sports team or something like that, how can you leverage the connections that you've made over time to break into uh, an area, um, you know, a certain geographic area that you might not be as familiar with um, that can make the world be a little bit smaller and, and focused. You can focus in a bit more in making those meaningful connections um, and actually, you know, making the digital connections that can be actual like real life personal connections where people care about helping you move forward in in your career search. Absolutely. Because something that I forgot to kind of wrap back to is the jobs that we are not seeing posted are going to individuals who people who work at that company or organization are hiring due to references. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's so important when, especially when we're looking at a job that you know is maybe harder to get because it's in high demand those references are going to be worth their weight in gold because yeah. when I, I'll just use, you know, my own experience <laughs> when I was in my early twenties, 
most of the jobs that I had, I never filled out a job application. It was mm -hmm. simply because of who I knew and the connections that I was making, but also I was expressing what I wanted. So that's the second part to this is you can't just go to people saying, let's just say, I want to find a job in Denver. That's not helpful. Right. <laughs> if you're if you are coming to me and you're wanting me to make recommendations and connections, coming with, I guess what I'm trying to say is, individuals are more likely to help you when you know exactly where you want to go. Mm -hmm. Have a specific it's, ask yeah. for them. Mm -hmm. Exactly, a specific ask, and not only that, you are following it up with a way for them to communicate to you and it's not going to be just your phone number so right if you're reaching out to somebody that you know asking hey i'm looking for specific <laughs> job title what you're passionate about you're adding your phone number and your email address i do not want to text you references or recommendations. I also, if I'm going to connect you with somebody that I know, it's going to be through email. It is not going to be through a text. Yeah. Or LinkedIn. I think that LinkedIn yeah. introductions are the greatest thing ever. Um, you know, being able to just make a quick connection on either end and say to the person that you're, you're looking to introduce and the person you're looking to introduce them to, hey, you know, I, I'd like to make this introduction for you and then connecting them with each other on LinkedIn. It gives each of the parties some insight into the other people's profiles um, and they can do that easily and kind of stealthily. They don't even have to, you know, have the conversation yet. They can get a little bit of background. So I love LinkedIn for, for connections. Um, Absolutely. And, and that actually brings, that makes me think of something else is when, we're sending people to LinkedIn. LinkedIn is of course curated to showcase our skills, our passions and our interests. If you are using social media as more of a networking platform, I recommend that you make your profile mirror what you are looking for. So for example, if you know you're gonna use Facebook a lot for these connections, you're going to want to make sure that your Facebook profile is professional. Mm -hmm. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I want, I of course am not telling people to take all, all their fun pictures off, but you are presenting yourself to the world in a certain way. And if you know you're making connections on these social media platforms, you cannot... <laughs> When we think like, don't judge a book by its cover, however, <laughs> a right. lot of people are. And if your profile is showcasing, I don't think I even need to give examples of what, of image. what appropriate yeah. behavior looks like. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. not going to do you any favors if you are looking to become a manager or a supervisor in customer service, or you're looking to get a raise or a promotion at the hospital. Yeah, you want these things to work for you, not against you. And I think that there's a casual, um, you know, a little bit more casual networking that that probably happens on on Facebook, and and you know, people are, um, you know, more apt to do the the direct professional 
um, connections on LinkedIn, but I just think about our, you know, our Facebook networking site that, that, that we operate on, you know, there's a little bit of a more casualness and you're going to be able to get away with more of a casual profile on that site. But I think that it's also important to think about how you, how you request help. And, and when I, when I think about some of the um, posts that I see where, you know, someone is asking for, they give a little bit of background about what they're majoring in and what they're looking for. And then basically throw it up to the audience to say, hey, do you have any ideas? You know, what I wish they would put in that post would be a little bit of insight into what companies that they have been um, applying to, you know, what, it, it, uh, what are the different um, types of experiences that they think they're most passionate about? Going back to your comment about being um, narrowing things down and being a bit focused, it is hard sometimes to figure out what someone is really looking for. And we are interested in helping. Otherwise, you and I would not be in this conversation today. But when they say that they're interested in public relations or marketing or communications or HR, that's a little bit tough to, um, to really lend a helping hand because, you know, there's a that's a lot of scope to handle. And, And I think that without the context of perhaps what sort of positions they've been, they've been actually applying to, it makes it a little bit more difficult to, to help, um, to help make something happen. Um, so, you know, getting really specific in your ask is, is so important um, to help us help you. Um, exactly. Exactly. So for example, if you're requesting through LinkedIn, a recommendation, you are sending something short and sweet, but specific. So you're showcasing them what you're working towards, what your values are, where you see yourself in five years, and how this company is going to help you get there. Or not just this company, but this position that you're applying for. Mm-hmm. Even if there's not a position that you're um, applying for, you know that connection as well. You know, asking them specifically if they would spend some time with you, perhaps just sharing information about their career journey and and how they got to where they are, is also useful. Um, Absolutely, informational interviews are so helpful. Because I think a lot of people are under the impression that the only time you need to ask for these recommendations or do these uh, do this networking is when you're actively looking for a job. And in my opinion, if you're approaching it that way, you're going to be a day late and a dollar short every time. Yeah. Even if where you're at, you're happy and you like what's going on, you still want to network. You still want to actively be thinking to yourself like, where do I see myself in five to 10 years? And those goals might change. So the job that you have loved for the last three to five years may no longer serve you. And that's okay. We are allowed to make these transitions. We are allowed to change careers if our interests and our values are no longer aligned. And so, a way to be on your toes yeah. and not flat-footed is to make sure that your your network is fired up and active and that you're reaching out to people, not just in those moments where you're looking to make some sort of shift. Absolutely. You always think of it as it's your safety net. It's also when you're telling people, hey, you know, I'm, I'm at 
this company and I'm loving it, but gosh, if there was an opportunity where I got to do X, Y, and Z, I would jump on it in a, you know, in a second. Right. Well, then that person, maybe in six months or a year, an opportunity at the job or at the organization they work for has that position. They're going to think of you right away. Right. Because you've already planted those seeds and now they've just been growing. Yeah. And, and I think that's so important because the company that you might really want to work for um, may not have a job opening at that exact moment that you decide that you are looking to make a switch. But if you've planted the seeds and, and laid the groundwork for a relationship, when that position does come up, you'll be top of mind. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, a fast track, I don't think that, that, um, and a fast track to application, right? Like, so there's, there's, mm-hmm. there's probably still an application process that needs to happen, but, but you'll be on the inside track towards getting that opportunity. Um, and, and I, I've been thinking a lot about that recently, the, 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 the idea of making sure that I'm on people's radars um, as, as I navigate through my career so that, you know, I can really leverage my network and, and have them not have to work as hard to discover me. Like if I'm already known to them and, and have made that connection, then it's easier down the line to be able to get that call or that email or text message, however it comes across, um, that there's something, there's something brewing and, and is, um, going to come up that would be a fit for me. Absolutely. And the biggest thing is what I always tell, especially with the women that I work with, friends, colleagues, you name it, is the more we put ourselves out there, the clearer we are with our boundaries. For example, I am doing this for this type of company, dot, dot, dot. Now, when people present us with opportunities, we have the power of no. And that's something that I think a lot of people don't think about because usually it's like, oh, I'll just say yes to any opportunity. Well, if we're saying yes to everything or everyone, that's typically what leads to job dissatisfaction, burnout, you feel perhaps undervalued or underpaid because you were not clear with what your expectations were. Now reverse, you're telling everybody what you're looking for. Also, you have to have the skill sets and the work ethic to back it up. I don't think I have to say that, but I'm going to mention it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care how good networking you are. If you don't have the the work ethic to back it up, you're still going to be passed up, obviously. But when we're showing everyone what we're passionate about, where we want to go. Now people are coming to us with opportunities and we get to say no, unless it is that perfect fit. And then we get to really start exploring it. So at the end of the day, doing this type of networking, making these connections gives you so much more power Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah, and and something that I think people don't think about with networking um, as much is that it's it's not just about what other people can do to help you or the help that you need, 
um, one of the best ways, I think, to create connection and build your network and get that that goodwill and that positivity associated, that positive energy associated with you is also to help people as well. So, you know, sometimes people talk about how hard they find networking and and that it's it's a challenge uh, to figure out how to approach people. And if you're always if you're only thinking about networking um, in times in which you need help um, and that how you can get your network to work for you, um, that could make it more awkward. But if you approach networking and come at it from, it's a two-way street and I can help people within my network just as much as they could potentially help me. And and by the way, they'll, they might be more apt to help me if I've been out there lending the hand to other people, whether it's them directly or they can, or they see, um, you know, you lending a hand to other people that, that is just, um, makes networking and making those connections, I think a little bit easier and it makes it easier for you to ask for help when you do need it. I I just think that it's, it makes it, um, unlocks a little bit of the ease of making connections. Absolutely. And I'm glad you you mentioned that as well, because for anyone who's thinking to themselves, okay, I, I want to start networking, but maybe I don't want to go through the social media route or I don't want to go through a Facebook group route. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. There are still so many other ways. One great way is volunteering. So what you were just saying is it can be a win-win where I'm asking you for help, but I can also provide a service or whatever it might be. So looking up a local nonprofit, my suggestion would be within five miles of your house. Mm-hmm. So that way it's not too far where you're like, oh, I don't really want to you know, drive 30 minutes today, whatever it might be. kind of cuts those excuses down. Find something where... Y- it aligns once again with things you are interested in. And imagine you're trying to solve a problem. I just want you, for anyone who's listening and like jotting notes, it's really, it's making a list of three to five of your interests, three to five things that you want to learn about. And if there's anything else that you want to add to the list, add to it. But start there. So for example, last year, I really wanted to be more a part of my community. And with everything going on in the world, I'm like, I want something that teaches me how to garden. I want to be outside. I want to work with the youth. It needs to be within five minutes of my house. I needed to have a flexible schedule so I can work I can volunteer, but I can also, of course, get my work done here. And that's where I started. I started on Google, searching, dot, dot, dot. I ended up finding an organization called Loveland Youth Gardeners. They teach at-risk youth horticulture and business skills. They have summer programs. The farm is... Now it's seven minutes away from my house, but it was very close to five. (laughs) Uh You know, so it's just amazing. Once we actually write down exactly what we want, there are things out there that will most likely match it. Maybe not to the 10th degree, but close enough. 
And and did you meet some other did you expand your network as part of that? Like did you meet other volunteers that um you might not have gotten exposure to and and you know what was you know what was the um I guess net result of 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 being in that volunteer space? Did you did you expand your network too? Absolutely. So my network expanded. It helped even with my business because as we were saying before, it can be a win-win where mm-hmm. I'm here, I'm you know working at the farm with the kids, but I'm also meeting parents and these parents know other parents. And so now some of them have kids, for example, in high school, they have daughters in college, dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Now I am talking to people that I want to be connected with in a genuine way without it sounding like a sales pitch. Mm-hmm. I want to be there, but also I would love for these parents to talk to other parents that I don't know about what I do with my business and career coaching because I, I want to help my community. And one of my personal goals with my business is I want a lot of my students and the women I work with to be here in Loveland where I live. So it has absolutely benefited me. And in return, I've been able to help the organization as well, get more volunteers. I'm now on the board of directors. I'm helping plan their fundraisers for next year. So there's certainly work that I am putting in as well, but it is because I was so specific in the beginning of what type of organization I wanted to put my time towards. Yeah. And you were able to connect in with like-minded people and oh, by the way, that volunteer work that you're doing, that leadership is also really great for your experience portfolio also. And and I think that that's um, something that you know, as we have early career, uh, early early career um, people who are, are you know navigating this this building of their experiences, volunteer work is something that should not be overlooked, both for the networking aspect of it as well as just the the work experience. Even though it's not paid, it's volunteer. Mm-hmm. It's still experience, and those skills that you gain are super transferable, um, especially if you've done something where you have chosen how to spend your time in an area that you have a lot of passion for and that's aligned with your values, you can leverage that as well into the type of work that you want to pursue. So really powerful um, networking tool and experience building tool, both um, in, in volunteering. Yes. And I just wanted to add one more thing before we move on is with the volunteering, um, something that I also hear a lot about is internships. And so for when women are looking for internship opportunities, I will just say that a lot of nonprofits also have internships, um, Mm -hmm. but people don't know about them. And so that is what I'm noticing is as I'm getting more involved with these um, nonprofits and local businesses here in Loveland, I am seeing how many opportunities there really are. People just don't know about it. Mm-hmm. So that's just another valuable uh, thing to remember as you're in that job search, internship search, whatever it might be. 
The other thing is, of course, if you have, let's just say you're a high school student or you're a college student, and you have just an interest in events, for example, you could most likely go to any nonprofit and ask the individual who is in charge in events if you could shadow them for a month or so. Most likely they are going to say yes. So this is just another way for you to dip your toe in a career or an interest that maybe you don't have any experience in, but you don't want to have to apply for a job. You don't want to necessarily take a class, all these things. You can just work with somebody and shadow them, or if they turn it into an unpaid internship, all of these things are within reach. All you have to do is ask. And people are so willing to say yes most of the time. Yeah, so that's and all not even add. not even for you know it doesn't even have to be for an extended period. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, even just for a day to go in and, and shadow. I mean, I know that you know when you're when you're younger, you might have been involved in a take your kids to work day uh, that you outgrow. Right? There's a certain point yes. in which you're not yeah. really brought into that, but. I just over the summer had a college student who is um, an older sister of an elementary schooler that's in school with my young with my younger son, who's in college and she's interested in uh, psychology as a career, and is studying that. And I I I. I can't remember if it was she who suggested shadowing or if it was me who suggested that she come shadow with me. But she came into the office with me for the day, and just experienced the meetings that I was having and it talked to her about what the work is that I do and she met other colleagues and it was just a day it's not you know wasn't you know a paid work gig or anything of the sort but you know she was able to experience a bit about what this type of work is and and took something away from it there but also um, just in her engagement it makes me more invested in helping her to launch her career. And so, you know, asking people whether that's an opportunity for you in um, their work environment is is something that you could do. And it's not, um, there's no harm in asking uh, if that's right. possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no harm in asking. I just find that a lot of women I know don't ask. Mm-hmm. That's it. They just don't ask. And if we wanted to snowball this into, let's just say you get a job, a lot of reasons or many of the reasons that women don't get promotions or raises is because we are four times less likely to ask for one compared to our male counterparts. So mm-hmm. when I when I am trying to do right now, I'm really emphasizing that just go out on a limb and ask. <laughs> Because it'll get easier. Like the more you do it, trust me, I've heard no so many times. And it doesn't faze me because I'm just not afraid to make the ask. Mm -hmm. And I would rather someone say no than, of course, me not ask at all. Because it could be just another missed opportunity. Yeah. And and not just from a networking perspective. And I know that we were focusing our conversation on networking, but I do find um, that that we women in particular, but I mean, it's probably, you know, happens a bit um, in other places too, that imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and self-talk 
talking yourself out of going after an opportunity. So, you know, we've been talking about creating opportunities through your network to experience different things. But even sometimes when there's an opportunity that's out there and you see the requirements of the opportunity, I've I've just been in conversations with people recently that have told me, well, I'm sure there's so many other candidates that have more qualifications than I do. And, you know, this and that and the next thing that I have stacked against me is going to keep me from being viable for that, that opening. And, and, you know, one of the things that, that I, you know, just, I'm not afraid to pick up the phone then. And, and if it's a text message, a text exchange to this, to this nature, pick up the phone and say, stop that right now. That's that self-talk because you're not going to get 100% of the opportunities that you do not apply to. So you are not even putting yourself in the running. You're not even giving yourself the opportunity for someone to say no to you, um, that's just a, a, you know, a missed opportunity, a, a big time missed opportunity. So I just wish that um, I could be the cheerleader uh, for <laughs> everyone. And I was a cheerleader back in the day. And I guess it's never left me, Gabby. But I just right. <laughs> I, I, I welcome the opportunity to be that cheerleader and to say, you know, go get it. And And I think that's where, you know, the power of our networking can really help power us along and and it's not just how the network can benefit connecting you with opportunities and sometimes it's it's even just the network that is there to cheer you on and to talk you out of negative self-talk that is also super valuable whether it's a you know, uh, you know, someone who's being paid to coach you, right? Like, I mean, there's a lot of opportunity for, you know, you have your own paid coach out there, but even sometimes it's just the, those voices that are in your network that tell you to, to don't, don't shut yourself out of, of opportunities um, that can be really powerful as well. Absolutely. And I do have for anyone who's wanting to, maybe send out some emails because I think that's that's kind of like baby steps. If you want to just start networking, I would just start with an email mm -hmm. and I'd be happy to uh, add in the comments a link to some networking, a networking PDF that I have for anybody who's interested. And it just gives you the basic script of this is what you would say if you're reaching out to friends and family. This is what you're saying to someone that maybe you just met at an event. This is an email for you know, a friend, dot, dot, dot. It just gives you that groundwork. So that way you mm -hmm. can either keep it as it is or tweak it a little bit to work for you, but it's somewhere to start. And then once you send out a couple, you'll just get into the flow of things and with anything else, it'll get easier as you go. Yeah. You'll find your voice. Um, yeah. And that's, that's terrific. And we have, um, we have the opportunity to post links to different resources that we want to refer people to. We can put those resources right at the bottom of the um, page where this, uh, where this podcast will get, get posted. So we'll, we'll put as many resources as, uh, as we have available um, on this topic in that spot as well. So I just wanted to, um, you know, close out our conversation and Gabby and, and thank you so much for spending the time with me here in the chat room today. Um, I know that there's so much uh, conversation that we can have around how to, you know, effectively navigate your career. And I think that, that, that 
focusing in a bit on networking and how to do it most effectively um, will be super powerful for our listeners. So I just wanted to, to express my gratitude again for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you. And for anyone who wants to learn more about morning tea coaching, you can visit my website at morningteacoaching.com. And for anyone who's interested, for any women who are looking to do some networking and also looking for mentorship, I have my Facebook group. It's the Adulting Masterclass, uh, Mentorship and Networking for Young Women. So we'll attach that as well. So if you are looking for a community to start chatting, we can do that. That's terrific. Thank you for sharing that. And that's it from the chat room for today. Thanks for joining us.